everyone, and welcome to episode four of Wonderfilled Week. It has been a little bit of time since the last episode, and that is because of a number of reasons, uh, including some good ones like being out of town, visiting family, some frustrating ones like sound quality obstacles I've been trying to overcome, and most recently what has been holding me back from recording is what I'm actually going to touch upon a bit today in the episode, which I'm doing solo by the way, which is anxiety and depression. This is a positivity-based podcast, but I think it's important to be transparent and talk about things that we go through and how we can work towards flipping the narrative and finding a positive outlook through the darkness. But it would be inauthentic to pretend these feelings don't exist. So I wanted to open up a bit and offer some resources that have helped me lately and which could potentially help you if you find yourself facing these challenges. I have lived with anxiety for as long as I can remember, and I've experienced a lot of loss throughout my life, and sometimes uh, at certain times, often unexpected, remembering those experiences or feeling those experiences can send me into a bit of a spiral. So um, when I go into those spirals, it's almost like there's cracks in the foundation, and then I notice slowly that depression finds its way to creep into those cracks. But... I am very lucky. I feel very blessed to have a strong support system. I have a really strong family that I'm close to. I have amazing friends. And I have my husband, Ryan, who, of course, I love so much and helps me so much. Um, To give some context, my husband, Ryan, lives with a chronic illness called cystic fibrosis. And while he works really hard to maintain his health, this diagnosis continues to be a bit of a perpetual trigger for me and for my anxiety and depression. Um, But while learning to cope and flourish despite these obstacles of anxiety and depression and Ryan's diagnosis is actually how Wonderfilled Week was conceived because I decided I don't want to live in a constant state of anxiety and depression so I've always prided myself on working hard to rise above or try to rise above the darkness to find some silver lining to find some positive aspect of life to find some hope to find what I'm grateful for to to take the steps that I've learned throughout my life of how to pull yourself back out from these depressive episodes, but anyone who suffers from these conditions knows that that's not always realistic, and you're not always able to do these things. You're not, even if you really want to, sometimes it's just, you feel so hopeless and lost, exhausted, drained, uh, any of the words that you think of when you, if you, if you know depression, if you know anxiety, if you've lived in that space, you know that oftentimes those are things that you may feel, hopeless, lost, exhausted, drained, even from doing nothing. So, Most recently, um, what sent me into this bit of darkness is I had a surgery, very easy surgery, um, routine, nothing bad. Um, And just that healing process of just healing from the surgery, I was sort of like stuck inside, stuck inside a dark room. You know, you're just not yourself. You're out of your routine. And I'm very routine-based, and I really, really require stability and routine in my day-to-day. Um, So that was sort of thrown off kilter. So in that healing process, again, there was cracks in the foundation. And again, sort of some of the darkness was able to creep in. So I just found myself in that state of feeling exhausted from doing nothing. And anyone who suffers from depression, that probably sounds all too familiar. Being exhausted when you've done physically nothing that day. So to be honest, I was using sort of the excuses of being out of town, being busy, you know, coming when I came back to town, having the sound quality be off on my last few episodes as I'm still new and still learning how to use this medium in my software. I was sort of hiding behind those 
reasons for not recording, but the truth of the matter is, is I just couldn't find the ability, the strength, the drive or motivation to sit down and do it. And I think I just didn't also want to talk about it, but I think that's all the more reason that I should talk about it because I think that's probably true for a lot of people. You might be going through something and you might not be comfortable to talk about it and it might be holding you back in a lot of areas of life and you don't feel like you can share, you don't feel like anyone understands what you're going through. So I just wanted to use this platform to say that you're not alone, to say that your feelings are valid, to say that this happens to more people than you know. I wanted so badly to do an episode last month as it was Mental Health Awareness Month. And then that was just like even more disappointing. I was more disappointed in myself, which continued the the cycle of feeling down. Um, But I'm here now and it shouldn't be just a month, Mental Health Awareness Month. It should be every month. We should talk about it every day um, and the stigma. So it's okay. So we're starting a new month. Happy July, fresh start. And I just wanted to be open and honest with you guys about where I've been and why. And this still is, of course, a positivity podcast, so I'm not going to dwell too long in this. I Actually, but I did want to use this episode to um, highlight a few Instagram uh, accounts that I find help me, um, a few books that I've read that help me, a few resources otherwise that you guys might be interested in if it's something that you're struggling with. So I'm going to share a few of those. So. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about, and before I lose you, this is going to be about social media, but it's not what you think. Usually social media is sort of a massive trigger for anxiety and depression in a lot of people, but I'm, I'm learning to use social media in a different sort of way. So on my Wonderfilled Week account, I only follow accounts that are super positive, super um, reassuring. I don't follow anything where I would want to compare myself to other people or things that would make me feel bad about myself, think that things that may trigger me. So I've, I wanted to highlight a few of the accounts that I follow that actually make my social media when I go on my Wonderfilled account actually a nice place to be, actually a positive place to be, actually a reassuring, self-confidence building, self-love place to be. So I just wanted to shout out a few of these um, Instagrams that maybe you could incorporate into your feed so that you're not always seeing things that may make you sad, that may make you feel less than, things that may make you feel depressed, sad. Mostly comparing is not what we do a lot of times. We're comparing our lives to other people on social media. So one of my tips that I, I, this may not work for you, maybe just getting off social media altogether may work for you, or maybe just limiting your time on social media might work for you. But something that I did is I created an entire account now I have a main account, personal, but the Wonderful account is a place that I go and that I know I won't feel triggered. I know that I'll feel reassured. I know that I'll feel not alone. So I just wanted to shout out a few of those um, Instagram handles that you may want to follow. If you want to brighten up your feed, if you want to lighten up your feed, if you want to feel good when you're on, on social media and scrolling. So I broke it down into two categories. So for positivity, a few of the ones I love, uh, the first one is at Laura Jane Illustrations. She is in Italy and her bio says that it's pops of positivity and that's exactly what it is. Uh, if you follow Wonderfield, you'll see that I have a lot of her work in my stories when I try to do um, little daily affirmations in my stories. Another one is Stacy Swift. She's in the UK. Stacy is spelled S-T-A-C-I-E, Swift. She's in the UK and she's all about positive vibes and self-care. Another one is Melissa. Her handle is at mellow.doodles. And her bio says, spreading a little happy one doodle at a time. And she really is. Um, A lot of these accounts that I follow, 
the words are so powerful, but their art is so amazing that these original pieces of art um, that I see are just very uplifting, very fulfilling. They make you feel like it's going to be okay. Um, a few of the mental health ones I follow are at Mental Healthogram. Those are just sort of like gentle reminders, support, positive affirmations. Another one is Danny DePiro. Their handle is at Positively Present. They do a lot of self-love, a lot of original artwork, affirmations. And what I like about Positively Present is they do a lot of like um, tips and tricks for the day. So like it'll be sort of like a group of little doodles, things you might do. Like it might say self-care ideas or physical self-care ideas. And it's sort of just like a cute artwork, but it really does make you feel good. And another one I like is at um, Stephanie Chin Art. She's all about self-love, self-acceptance, self-confidence. Her artwork is fully amazing. So these are just a few ones you could check out. Um, of course, there's a, you know you could go on forever. I, if you want to go on Wonderfilled Week and see who I follow, if you look at who I'm following, you'll see hundreds of accounts that are just uplifting, make you feel good. Because sometimes social media, when you're scrolling, even if you don't notice, if you're following sort of these accounts that have photos or aspirational things. They think they're putting up something aspirational for you to work toward, but it might actually be making you feel worse. It might be a, a trigger that you don't even know is a trigger. So just really be careful with the social media, which of course everyone knows this. So you guys already know this, but that's one thing that I like to do. And something that makes me feel better is following these positive accounts. So that's one sort of resource that I enjoy are these positive accounts. And what I like about social media is like I said, some of these people are from the UK, from Italy, I follow accounts from all over the world. And I just, the one thing that I'm grateful for with social media is that it does bring us together. And if you're following something good, then it'll bring all that good together um, into one place that you can check it out um, every day. So the next thing I wanna talk about are a few books that I've read lately. Um, to give you a little bit of background, for my boss, I he has a podcast and it's a grief-based pod podcast and it's actually called The Power of Love. And it's sort of about, um, you guys should check it out actually, it's really good, The Power of Love. Um, and it's mostly about living with grief or living with obstacles, overcoming obstacles and challenges and finding the hope in life and finding that the power of love can actually propel you out of you know your grief even if it's temporary, you know, it can, it can sort of like uplift you. And there's always, basically the point of their podcast is showing that there's always something to be grateful for. They have on these guests that are fully amazing. And one of the benefits of my job is I get to book these guests. So I've had the um, opportunity and the privilege of talking to a lot of amazingly brilliant people who bring so much to this world. And I feel like it wasn't by accident that I got this job. And this was one of my you know, aspects of my job. I feel like it was for a reason. Um, so on the podcast, we've had a few authors. And so I wanted to give you guys a few books that might help you. One of the ones that I really enjoyed was by Mira Patasin, and her last name is spelled P-T-A-C-I-N. Her book is called Pour Your Soul. And she's amazing. You guys could listen to that episode on Power of Love where you can pick up the book. Trigger warning, it is about uh, the loss of a pregnancy but it's more sort of gives like a background in her life and how she came to be who she is and how she's overcome a lot in her life to be who she is now. It was a very uplifting book and she's, she was really incredible. Her interview was great. Um, another book that I like was by a rabbi. He's here in LA and his name is Rabbi Stephen Leder, L-E-D-E-R. And his book is called More Beautiful Than Before. 
And sort of the deal with his book was about how he has helped so many people being a rabbi. You know, in the privacy of his office, he would have people in. He would hear so many stories. He even said a quote, like something along the lines of his couch has been, his office is filled with tears of so many people going through hard times. And he took on a lot of these people's sadness, grief. They might be burying someone. They might be going through something. And he was sort of mentoring them through these obstacles in life. And when he found himself going through something physically debilitating, he was in a bit of a depression and he had to pull himself out of it. And what he said, he, what he said is that, you know, things may break down, but then that gives you a whole new wholeness in life and new perspective and, and things can be more beautiful than before, even after dark times. So that's such a beautiful book. And another book that I was so interested and intrigued to hear about was called The Way Men Grieve. And that's by Tom Golden. And that is because, um, like I said, I'm married and my husband Ryan suffered a great loss recently. And one thing that I couldn't really relate to on my own without doing some research is how to help somebody else who, who grieves differently than you do or who f their grief or their depression manifests differently than yours. How can you help that person? How can you be there for that person? And it was just so simple as we're just different, we're different genders. We, our minds work differently. And, I, and to read a book like The Way Men Grieve gave me such a different perspective. And it was very, I really learned a lot by reading that and listening to that interview with Tom Golden that it really helped me to be a better partner and a better person for Ryan during that time. Um, so there's just, of course, endless books if you, you know, if you could go on Amazon and read what has the best reviews. But those are some of the personal ones that really helped me lately for different aspects of my life. And so um, those are some books, resources, maybe they might help you. And then a few other guests on the podcast, Power of Love, it, by these people being brought into my path in life, I feel very blessed. One is called, the, they're the leaders of something called The Dinner Party. And The Dinner Party is for people who are going through loss or grief who have lost somebody and they don't necessarily feel that they're getting the community that they need whether it's in their family they're, or they're not feeling that in therapy because that's more one-on-one -on -one. it's a community that these people created and it's called the dinner party and it's just, it's really what it sounds like all across the country people are starting these dinner parties and it's everyone who is invited, you know, everyone is welcome, of course. And anyone who goes has suffered some sort of loss. And you sit and you break bread with people who have also suffered a loss like you have. So you don't feel so alone. And listening to their interview and just learning about that was just very uplifting because it just people are out here trying to build a community. And that makes me feel so much less alone in anxiety and in depression, in loss. When you're going through things, you're not alone. There are resources, there are places, there are people who can relate to you, that can listen to you. And um, recently I was talking to a friend who suffered a loss and she's, you know, she's going through it. And of course, as we do when we lose somebody so close to us, and I, I mentioned the dinner party and I said, you know, let's see if there's one in your community because I'm here in LA and I feel like we have a lot of resources, but maybe not so much in small towns. But when I went on the website for the dinner party to look where they are in the country, they're spreading like wildfire. And it's amazing that so many cities are, are taking this idea and running with it. And there's dinner parties all across the country and soon I'm sure all across the world. And the great thing about the dinner party 
on their website is you can start a table. So if you're going through loss, you can offer to be the host of a dinner party and you can sort of get the ball rolling in where you live to create the community and to keep this going so no one feels alone. So the dinner party is something that's really great to look into too. And another person that I wanted to highlight is, well, their handle on Instagram is at the Joyful Jewelry Box. So I wanted to speak a little bit about Lindsay because I love Lindsay so much. She was a guest on the Power of Love podcast, and I hope actually that I can get her on this podcast. So Lindsay, if you're listening, please come on this podcast too, because your story is so tragic, but the way you've handled your life is so inspiring, so amazing. Um, so Lindsay lost her mom when she when she herself was an infant. Her mom was tragically murdered, and she has spent her entire life sort of dealing with that because you know she didn't really know her mom, so she spent her whole life basically starting off life with a loss. And so um, she didn't cower. She didn't let life get the best of her. She started something so beautiful called the Joyful Jewelry Box. And actually, Lindsay's middle name is Joy. So it's right there in her name. And she started something called the Joyful Jewelry Box. And she creates jewelry, really beautiful, beautiful pieces. You guys should check it out. You can check it out on Instagram or on her website, joyfuljewelrybox.com. But she creates um, pieces that you can get made for someone if you've suffered a loss, you can get a piece made, or if you know someone and you want to give them something, it's so difficult to give somebody a gift while they're grieving, but these pieces are just so beautiful, meaningful, and touching, and I can tell you that anyone who's going through something difficult, and if you were to give them one of these pieces, I'm sure they would be touched, so I don't know if any of this is helpful to anybody out there. I hope it is. I feel like it might sound random and all over the place, Instagram books and dinner parties, jewelry box. I know it's a lot, but Anyone who suffers from anxiety and depression knows that you're you'll pretty much you're just always looking. You're looking for the light, you're looking for something that could make a difference or something that resonates with you, something that makes you feel that ping of of positivity or like, wow, there is good in the world. Wow, people are doing amazing things. I'm not alone. There are people out there who understand me and there are people out there making a difference and and maybe you never know what might be the one thing that pulls you out of your depressive episode and can make you feel like, I want to be part of this too, whether it's starting a table of a dinner party or if it's buying a piece of Lindsay's jewelry or if it's reading one of these books, if it's listening to a podcast uh, like The Power of Love or if it's just as simple as like thinking, wow, I'm not alone and I'm going to take baby steps because my favorite saying is baby steps are, are still progress because it's so true and sometimes that's all we can do or take baby steps, but it still counts, guys. Baby steps still count. So... I'm sorry if this was random and all over the place. I hope the sound quality is better. At least one thing checked off the list. Um, I'm still learning. I know you guys are with me. We're going we're gonna to learn. We're going to grow. I'm going to get guests back on here and get a bit of a more week-to-week production because, you know, as I said before, routine is really important for me, so I'd love to get on a normal schedule and, and, and pump these episodes out more frequently and on a more organized timeline because that really is... I feel like when... I don't know if this, if you guys feel this way, but when I'm on an organized timeline, I feel like my life is just moving on track. Like I feel like that gets everything else in order when I'm with stick with my routines. So let me know what you guys think. Um, if anyone out there is going through a hard time, please don't be afraid to ask for help. You don't have to be at your worst to ask for help. You can just feel like you're floundering a bit. You can just feel a bit down. And if you just feel like you can't face this things on your own, Please know that there is help out there wherever you are. You could be in a big major city with a billion people. You could be in a small town with 300 people, but you're not alone because 
In 2019, we're so connected, whether it's for podcasts, social media, there are resources. So please ask for help if you need it. And please know that I can be a resource. If you want to DM me, if you want to email me, there's a button to click for email. Send me messages. I, I would love to be able to help even just one person because I, I know all too well how that can feel to feel the darkness, to feel hopeless. And I just want you guys to know that you're not alone. So, okay, guys, that's it. I love you. <laughs> Have a wonder-filled week, if you can. And if you can't, that's okay, too. There's always tomorrow. The sun will rise, and we will try again. 